I like books. I have a lot of books. Paperback mysteries, children's books, theology, how to prune shrubs, many cookbooks, photo albums. One time we bought a house with a whole wall of built-in bookshelves. Heaven! I always have a stack on my desk and next to my bed of books I want to read. Books are amazing. They evoke emotions and memories. They transport us through time and space. They provide us with language to envision a different future. Books give us knowledge and through it, a sense of control. The inquiring man in today's gospel, he has power, wealth, control, security by any worldly measure. And Jesus holds the key to his next acquisition. What? You want me to sell all my books and property and give the money to the poor? Doesn't everything I've done to follow the law count for anything? Doesn't it matter that I have lived a good life, that I'm a moral person? Jesus, once again, shifts the focus from our questions about power and wealth and status toward things that are important to God, how we live with and love one another. Jesus tells the man that how we live our lives, how we share our power and money to lift up and empower other people, that's what's important. Way more important than books or sheep or financial security. People. People are here and now. Our lives intertwined by our shared humanity. We breathe the same air. We share the same planet. The body of Christ, broken and bleeding, hungry and cold, forgotten and ignored, all around us. Back in January, when we were reading from the first chapter of Mark, Jesus gave his core message, the ultimate good news. You know, he keeps saying good news. This is the ultimate good news that echoes through all of the gospel of Mark. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. He says this just before he begins calling his disciples with the same words we hear him tell the inquiring man, come, follow me. The same invitation. But first, repent and believe in the good news. Repent here means change your focus. Change your focus and believe in the good news. 
which is that the kingdom of God has come near. Jesus asked the inquiring man and all of us who desire to follow Jesus to do the same. Change our focus away from the definitions of success and power that rely on wealth and social status and focus instead on empowering people, on using our wealth to care for widows and orphans, refugees and unhoused people, for ending human trafficking and child labor, for wells, for clean water and life-saving vaccines worldwide. Believe that we are co-creators of this kingdom of God, the kingdom where every person, no matter where they are, who they are, knows themselves, valued, visible, and beloved. Jesus is creating, and we are participating in this creation of a new society, a new family, of abundance and interdependence. That's God's vision and the one Jesus has been lovingly showing and telling us about throughout his ministry. Giving up ourselves is not empty sacrifice. We get back a hundredfold what we put in. Relationships, family, community, justice wholeness that books and financial security can never create. Jesus does not simply say, get rid of all your stuff because it's preventing you from full holiness or to show your commitment to him. He comes back, as always, to the good news. The gospel promise that the kingdom of God where all the things we thought we knew are re-envisioned to share our power with every person. That kingdom can and will exist. It's a promise that we read about in a book all the time. This one will really change our lives, our relationships, our sense of power and place in the world. So let's stop reading about it and go create it. Let us pray. God of the narrow way, you call us to shed all that burdens the lightness of life. Help us to surrender false wealth, embrace our need of you, and live for your kingdom above all things. Through Jesus Christ, the richness of God. Amen.